Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, and this is our socially distanced Christmas spectacular. Yes. <laughs> we are having a Christmas spectacular not next to you. <laughs> that's all right. Very far from you. Very far from you. And uh, it was a couple of feet away from family members outside of our apartment building. Yeah. We just did, to say hey. We did, a, we did the thing. The, the family pulled up in a car. That's right. Uh, no one touched. We just did not touch each handed other. Handed each other baked goods. Yes, because honestly, what the fuck do you get? A seventy-one-year-old woman. She's got everything. She's got everything except for bomb vegan pumpkin bread, and we changed that. That's right. We, we baked that. that. That was a baked good that we threw at her. Yeah. They didn't even stop. They just threw everything out the window while the cars rolling by. It was a drive-by <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, they got they got uh, pumpkin bread. We got oh, so many things. So many things. We, we got baked bread, regular. We got bread, regular bread. That's we right. got cookies. We got cauliflower pancakes, vegan, amazing. I've That's already right. had six. Um, <laughs> They're, fan- they're fucking delicious. So yeah, yeah. we uh, that's the world we live in now. We have to barter food, barter food. And it's I'm not complaining. I like it a lot. I I love it. Um, I I, I well, I wish we had like longer interactions with family. I wish this is how I interacted with like everyone else in the world it was like a drive by food throwing <laughs> event. <laughs> I think I would like a lot more people in the world if we just communicated through food throwing. Oh, that'd be car. great. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Food fights. I get what I want, which is uh, sweet baked goods mm-hmm. and. Um, Fast, uh, effortless conversation. Amazing. No, no, no more fucking chit chat. No bullshit. Like here's your fucking bread. <laughs> Is that your best Brooklyn accent? It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wonder. I wonder if people are gonna have like certain traditions from quarantine that they'll keep doing. Do, yeah. do you think that that's possible? Like, is there anything out, like you guys, email us. Is there something you did during quarantine that you're going to keep doing? Yeah, please tell us about it. And please tell us about your drive-by Christmases, your Zoom <laughs> Christmases. Yeah, whatever fucking holiday. Whatever, or, or your Zoom <laughs> uh, uh, Hanukkah. I had a friend who did a Zoom Hanukkah every night. They lit a oh, candle with their family adorable. for all, all the days. So I thought that was pretty sweet. That's fantastic. Um, tell us about yours, though, and uh, tell us what you want to keep. And then tell us about, okay, so we have this theory yeah. that when all this is done, when we got all of our vaccinations, we're feeling good, uh, we're just going to have a party for a solid year. I think that is going to be something that happens, too. Yeah, we're going to have our own Roaring Twenties, I think. And then, it's, yeah. then I mean, if history repeats itself, which it will, it will all, it will all crash again. So, exactly. <laughs> so, so we're going to have a good two or three years. And, it and then it's gonna, there's going to be some sort of economic depression. And then, you know, life. Life. <laughs> so, but know. in the meantime, right now. But in the meantime. Right now, you're listening to our uh, a Christmas spectacular, holiday spectacular. Yeah. Um, By the way, I'm here with uh, Jill Chacha. Oh, that's me. Yeah. And over there is uh, Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> we made it. We made it. You made it. You made we it. We all fucking made it. Yeah. God. We uh, also made it to episode 019, which uh, it's the greatest gift of all. We're going to talk about the moon. I love the moon. <laughs> Not to brag, I heard about this subject a few days ago, and I have been begging uh jill to give me details 
on this uh, yeah. on what if the moon disappeared yes that's our topic episode. what if the moon disappeared and uh rather than tell you all the good things that it does i thought you know people don't know what they've got till it's gone yeah so we're gonna make the moon disappear for a few minutes and then we're gonna figure out what horrible things happen oh god that's <laughs> right tell me everything muppet voice okay. muppet voice um other celestial happenings are in the news lately. Oh, uh, at so the many. end of 2020, there's this Saturn-Jupiter thing called a conjunction, uh, mm. which is like when they're closest together in the night sky and like the most observable because they're orbiting really close to Earth. Okay, uh, It happens every 20 years or so, uh, but how close they get varies. Okay. And being 2020... Of course, it's the craziest conjunction. Of course. Uh, they're making out. They're <laughs> in public sorry, in at a bar. Oh, I miss that. I miss that. I too. miss that so much. Good times. Uh, according to EarthSky.com, the 2020 Great Conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn will be the closest since 1623. Whoa. The, <laughs> the Dark Ages. That's right. Oh, and the closest observable uh, since. 1226. Wow. So, Ages I don't even know no, about. Not even. What Barely the hell? Barely recorded. Yeah. 12. I can't. I don't even want to imagine. No. 1226. So much shit everywhere. So much shit. at Literal shit. <laughs> literal shit. Uh, just. Uh, all right. Well, that's the conjunction. We're talking about the moon. And people have depended upon and recorded the heavens for a damn long time. And one of the most important bodies up there is our little buddy, the moon. Oh, yeah. That's right. Our little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and to emphasize how the moon has impacted life and still affects life today, we're going to make it disappear, like I said, and then take a look at the chaos left behind if our moon wasn't there. Mm. Let's start with the small things. Yeah. Or the smallish, smallish things. Okay. Uh, nighttime would be significantly darker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the moon... Uh, reflects a surprising amount of sunlight off its surface, and this brightens our night sky. Now, for city folk, we wouldn't see the change per se, uh, but it sure as hell would confuse the fuck out of everything that isn't human. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> animals yeah. that hunt at night, for example, would have trouble finding and killing food. You know, uh, it's, um, you know it's really weird? And yeah. uh, in Texas, uh, you always knew it was a new moon because you would wake up the next day and drive and see a lot more roadkill. Um, because they wouldn't be able to see their way. Isn't that insane? Oh, my God. So that was the day where you would see the most roadkill is the day after a new moon. Wow. That is so Southern. It's so Southern. <laughs> so it's southern. disgusting. I hope I didn't turn off our <laughs> listeners all of a sudden. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, I love how that's your, uh, that's uh, like if we didn't, you know, it's like your instinctive way of knowing there's a a new moon yeah. you could <laughs> also more bodies, look up more night. bodies <laughs> but <laughs> that's how you know when you were driving to school or work the next day and you'd like, be like oh yeah. it was the new moon last night <laughs> amazing um okay uh okay so important like those unfortunate predators that you were just talking about um <laughs> like owls and big cats that keep populations in check so, you guessed it, no moon means a lot more uh, rodents, insects, deer, and pests and such, and all the things that come with them. Uh, insert your imagination here. Yeah. Um, like, if you had a garden, you know the struggle. There's, like, rabbits and squirrels and gophers and mice that, like, fucking plow fucking your gophers. Crops. Crops. Fucking gophers. <laughs> That's right. Get fuck. the fuck out. So, farming would be a nightmare. 
Uh, in sum, there would be an unstable shift in entire ecosystems, leading some to starve. Hmm. That's right. Uh, so that's considered small. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, All right. So. All right. I see where we're going. Okay. Actually, I don't see where we're going, uh, but I know it's going to be a bad place. That's right. Yeah, Can't see yeah, it because yeah. it's too dark. There you go. Um, next up, uh, even city folks would notice this difference, especially if you live along a coastline. Oh. Uh, let's talk about the tides. Oh, yeah. I've That's heard right. about this one. <laughs> now, uh, they wouldn't completely stop if the moon bounced. Uh, the sun also has some gravitational pull on our bodies of water, uh, but nowhere near as much. Okay, so according to popsci.com, there could be as much as a two-third reduction in ocean levels. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And you may be saying, well, is that better than the oceans rising? And I'd say no, because vast differences in either direction would kill a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so. that, that'd be, uh, we'd wake up to a lot of land and yeah, a lot of whales and I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It'd be very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, is it a new moon? I don't know. It's like, you're like, gotta be the moon. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! It's one thing. It's one thing to see like a dead <laughs> raccoon at the side of the. It's another thing to like wake up and see like a ton of whales flopping around oh, in your backyard. No. Like, oh no, no thanks. Oh god, quoting the site. Uh, quote entire uh, entire ecosystems. Oh my God! It, it's Christmas. I can't talk. No one can. It's okay. <laughs> entire ego. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even drunk. No, hey, it is three in the afternoon. It's three in the afternoon. We're drunk on a uh, what the pancakes? Yes, the Pan- vegan pancake pancakes. drunk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it happens. So, let's try this again. Quote: Entire ecosystems exist in the ocean areas between high and low tides. Uh, in these spaces, many species of crab, snail, barnacles, mussels, sea stars, kelp, and algae rely on the daily coming and going of the tide for survival. Mm. These ecosystems in turn feed migrating and local birds, as well as land mammals like bears, raccoon, and deer. Oh End quote. God. Yeah. Ah. This wait. is bad. <laughs> this is very bad. This is a bad one. This is a devastating. Uh, and there's more. Uh, quote. Oh, no. <laughs> Tidal movements also help drive ocean currents, uh, which in turn direct global weather patterns. Oh, my God. That's right. Currents distribute uh, warm water and precipitation across the globe. Without them, regional temperatures would uh, be way more extreme, as would major weather events, says Jack Burns, who heads the Network for Exploration and Science, uh, Space Science at the University of Colorado Boulder, end quote. Fucking Jack Burns. Jack Burns. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Uh, so, yeah, that's right, my loves. Uh, when looking for planets that may have, like, life on them, one of the things researchers look for is a nearby moon. Uh, as Burns states, quote, a planet outside of our solar system needs to have a pretty good-sized moon in order for the weather systems to be calm enough to produce civilizations like ours. Without this celestial body, he says, researchers have er- argued that life as we know it might not exist at all. End yeah. quote. Yeah. Now, I guess you could think of the Earth as a neurotic and the moon as its therapist. There you go. <laughs> a calming force helping to stabilize stormy, nightmarish thoughts spinning out of control. Basically. I see. I see. Yeah. This is very, um, this is relatable science. Relatable science. This is a, this is a science for someone like me. I can, <laughs> I can relate to the Earth. 
Um, and sometimes the moon. I have acted as a therapist. Yes. But let's not go into my history. Let's talk more about the moon. <laughs> uh, so spinning out of control, you could take that literally, because we're going to get into why after the break. What? That's right. That's all I got? It's, we're coming back. Okay. And you okay. come back. Hurry come, up come with on the back. products. You'll love them. Oh, great. And we're back. We're still not drunk, no. but that's later. No, but we are pumped. Um, yeah. I'm always asked uh, before we come back from the break, are you ready? And I was like, I'm so ready. Hurry up. <laughs> I want to fucking know what happens without the goddamn moon. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about chaos and madness. It's great. Amazing. The usual stuff. Yeah. Um, now, before the break, we mentioned briefly about spitting out of control. Oh, yeah. Um, well, before the moon got knocked into existence... Uh, the Earth had four-hour days. What? Four-hour days. That's, that's not enough. <laughs> no, um, not. <laughs> that's not enough. Yeah. Over 4.6 billion years, the moon's presence and gravitational pull slowed our roll. Uh, and with it being gone, that could mean our days would begin to shorten because the Earth would spin faster. No. That's right. We gotta keep... I mean, I'm trying to weigh the pros and cons, but that could take a while. <laughs> So let's move on and uh, I'll yeah, think about think it. Think about a four-hour day. You think day. about it. Tell mm-hmm. us what you would do with that four-hour day. It's just really... I personally could use like a 30-hour day yeah. and a two-hour work day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a thought. Mm. If the moon could figure that out, love it. Yeah. Now, not only would she spin faster year after year, her axis would, how would you say, would get all fucked up without oh. the moon's stabilizing gravitational pull. Uh, our home planet has a tilt that's beautifully stable. Gorgeous. That's right. Varying only between 22.1 and 24.5 degrees. And right now it's a cozy 23 and a half degrees. Yumsies. Now, why that's important is because we're hurtling through space around a very hot, very nuclear sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a consistent angle gives us consistent seasons. All very predictable and very nice. Yeah. It gives species time to evolve and get their migrations down, for example. Yeah. Uh, we figure out what part of the year to plant a few little delicious things so they grow. Very yeah. important. What time of year to make uh, pumpkin bread, which is all year. Um, there you go. Contrary to what a lot of people think, which is fall and winter. Um, <laughs> I like a spring pumpkin bread, to be honest. Um, sorry, what? Oh, we're doing a podcast. Okay, let's move back to the podcast. I, I just... I just got lost in your uh, in in your culinary adventure. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm not high That's, either. I'm dead sober. It's but I'd remind you. Okay, we got to do this drunk again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, if you remove the moon and the tilt, how you say, would vary as much as 85 degrees. Oh. And yeah. Oh. Now, would you like to read from astronomy.com what would happen if we went from 23 and a half to basically 85 different degrees. I would love to. I I am fascinated. Okay. Uh, In an interview with astronomy.com, Paul Sutter, an astrophysicist at uh, the Flatiron Institute, said, everything we know about the seasons would be completely out of whack. At a certain angle, some places on the planet would hardly ever see the sun at all. And at others, the sun would be overhead for months on end that's right months on end months on end summer midsomar midsomar 24 7 24 7 
flower crowns. That's right. So uh, good. Uh, uh, tradition. Yeah. Deadly so tradition. We, yeah, we all end up in a cult at the end. No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good news uh, is that these changes would happen over a very lengthy period of time, and everyone listening right now would be long dead. So that's Aww. the good news. Now, <laughs> the, uh, the bad news is that it would still happen, and we got to stop thinking about ourselves. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, so what could happen to the Earth and its inhabitants? Quote, Earth could go from no tilt with virtually no seasons to a drastic tilt with extreme seasonal weather changes and ice ages in just a few hundred thousand years. Damn. End quote. And that was from an article in popsci.com. And the author Morgan McFall Johnson continues by pointing to Mars as an example of a planet whose wonky, unpredictable axis uh, causes extreme climate variation and it has no moon to fucking stop it. Uh, it's two air quotes moons are actually just captured asteroids that were like pulled into uh, their orbit by Mars gravity. So that's so they're just it's, it's not, you know, Faux. they suck. They suck. They suck. They Get totally a suck. Moon. Get the real goddamn thing. <laughs> it's a neutral bullet and not the fake one that stops working after two weeks. Oh, that sounds like an experience you had. Uh, no, it's what I read in an Amazon review. So I, I forgot. I think it's like a ninja something. So don't get the ninja, get the bullet is what you're saying. Get the bullet. Okay. I've never had the ninja. This is, this is spun out of control, like an earth with no moon. Full circle. Hey. Look at what I did. Okay. Uh, So, yes. So, uh, you know, Elon, for example, if you're listening, uh, and you still want to colonize Mars, don't forget about the part where its axis is all sorts of fucked up and there's no moon to help stabilize the planet and its weather patterns. And I wrote here, it's like the old saying, you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink because it's dead. Yeah. The planet is dead. Stop kicking the planet, which is a horse in this analogy. Yes. God dead damn one. it. Yeah. I tried. It was great. I loved it. I loved every second of it. <laughs> I was I was here for it. You were here for it. I was so here for it. That was the, that was the bullet of analogies. <laughs> I hope so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so how rare is something like our beloved moon? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Saturn, for example, has eighty-two moons and counting, but Must there's be nice. Sorry, <laughs> that's what. Uh, <laughs> it's got eighty-two <laughs> moons and counting, but there's no way it's ever going to spring forth any great civilizations like ours who fight over you know resources. Yeah. So. According to space.com, quote, researchers reveal, uh, sorry, research reveals that less than 10% of terrestrial planets may have a satellite large enough to provide the stability life needs to develop, end quote. Yeah, less than 10. Uh, Outside our Milky Way, maybe one in every 20 solar systems, 10 to 20 solar systems, may be home to a similar moon, a moon created by collision, forms a size that's not too big or too small, and settles at a distance that's such a sweet spot, it helps maintain weather and rotation. So point being, yeah. we are very special. We are. The moon is very special. We won, like, one of the Powerball lotteries that the universe has. Amazing. But the ball is like the moon, and we got it. I love so that. Got, I love that analogy. We won. You know, we won. You won. Uh, marry everything, everybody. Marry everything. <laughs> that's right. Peace. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> 2020 right. is almost over, you guys. It is. it is. Sweet, lovable Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> end it. End it. Uh, end it. 
email us at well that's interesting pod at gmail uh, and stay interesting please do